Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, what's up? It's Savannah and welcome to another episode of My Thoughts Exactly and welcome to the last episode of My Thoughts Exactly for 2022. When you are hearing this episode, I will have just come back from San Diego after spending the holidays with my family. I already miss my dog and I haven't even left yet. I said that last week, but I am just really excited to go home and spend some time with my family and just really recharge and get back and get ready to kick it all into gear for 2023. I have so many fun and exciting ideas of where I see my thoughts exactly going for 2023. It's funny. I almost don't really even remember a time where my thoughts exactly wasn't a thing. I know we just started this, like, what was it? A little over a month ago at this point, but I feel like it's now become such a part of my daily life. And it's really cool to get messages from you guys talking about how much you love the podcast, how much, you know, it's either helped you or given you some insight, or you guys have helped me with different, you know, ideas and topics and what you want to hear. Because like I said, in the very beginning, this podcast is a lot more collaborative. It's like our podcast, you know, it's how I feel about this podcast. So for our closeout episode of 2022, I just wanted to take the time because I thought when would be a better time, literally, when would be a better time to just reflect on the year, reflect on everything that has happened. 2022 has been a wild year for so many different reasons. And I just want to talk through it and see what your guys' goals are for 2023. I'm going to share my goals. I asked you guys on Instagram, which again, if you're not following the My Thoughts Exactly Instagram, you definitely should. That's where I always reach out to you guys for episode topics and topics to talk about and you know answers to questions and what would Sav do's and all of those. So definitely make sure you're following the podcast Instagram. When I was younger, like right before I started YouTube, probably a couple of years before I started YouTube, I would always make recaps, like video recaps of the year. I had this like little, not little, it was like a legit video camera, one of those handheld ones. And I used to sit down and it was like all dramatic. And I would be like, okay, so this is what happened in 2012. Literally nothing happened. But I always wanted to have those to be able to look back on. And I have no idea where that footage is. If I could ever find that footage, You guys definitely wouldn't see it probably, but I would love to see it just to see, you know, how much change has occurred. I remember sitting in my aunt and uncle's house one New Year's Eve and just being like, okay, you guys, like I was so secretive about it. I was like, locked myself in my cousin's room and I was like, this is everything that happened. 
So I love doing these yearly recaps because I think it's so fun to be able to look back on your year and look back on everything that happened. And then this time next year, we'll do the same thing. And we're going to be like, oh my God, I can't believe I was sitting, you know, in this chair saying X, Y, and Z. And now look at where we are now. So I love just being able to sum up the year, you know, the best that I can for my future self to look back on and just kind of see myself in every phase and chapter of my life. So I really encourage you guys, you know, if that's something of interest to you to do the same of in some sort, whether that's, you know, writing it all on, you know, a notebook or in a journal or on a document on your computer, like typing it up almost like, you know, the chapter 2022 of your life. And, you know, I think it's really cool to be able to document your life that way. That way you'll always have it to be able to look back on. Speaking of, I actually just ordered today a video camera, one of those handheld ones. Obviously, I'm recording right now on a regular camera, but I ordered just kind of like a, you know, a cheap video handheld camera to be able to take, you know, home videos again, which I'm really excited about. Um, just to be able to document, I think it's really cool to be able to document your life. And I think that that's something that pretty much is something that we all do anyways, because we all always are on our phones and taking pictures and whatever. I personally love disposable cameras. I've learned they're not so great for the environment. You guys have told me that. So I actually also got just like a 20 buck digital camera that I'm taking home with me as well to just have some memories and pictures and stuff that aren't just on my phone because I just want to be able to kind of disconnect for a little bit. So yeah, I don't know where that little ramble started on or why we really got there. But again, I think it was just, oh, I know why we were talking about it because I was talking about documenting your year. And so yeah, I definitely recommend that for you guys too, just because, you know, we're never going to be this young again. So in 20 years, you'll be able to look back and sit down and be like, oh my God, I remember that. Or look at me now. You'll just see a lot of progress and it's really cool. So how I kind of want to frame this episode is I want to talk about some of the main things that occurred in my life in 2022, and then I want to talk about my resolutions and my goals, and then we're going to turn it over to you guys and let you all have the floor, and we're going to run through your guys' resolutions and goals as well. So I can definitely say that 2022 for me was a year of immense drastic, but good change. I think 2022 showed me that change can be good and that I don't always have to be in control of everything. I've talked about this in the anxiety episode. I'm a huge control freak and I always like to, you know, be prepared and, you know, look six months out and try to plan my year. And it's like, realistically, that can't always happen. And I'm proud of myself because in 2022, I kind of loosened up the reins a little bit. And I think partially that has to do with being in a relationship. And, you know, it's not all about me anymore. I'm living with a significant other. And I think that a lot, you know, comes along with that compromise and all of that. But I'm proud of myself for welcoming change instead of running away from it. In 2022, I started a second podcast, obviously, this one, my thoughts exactly. I continued with Killer Instinct. Killer Instinct is on its third year of running, and I continued living in Nashville. I hit my one-year mark of living in Nashville. I moved to Nashville September 9th, 2021, so it's been a little bit over a year now. I've also made some incredible amazing friends here that I'm so grateful for. I moved in with my boyfriend. I got a dog. I've really been adulting. 2022 has been the year of adulting, it seems like. 
And I've also taken the steps to prioritize myself in the midst of all of that, which I'm also very proud of. I think that, you know, a lot of times I get overwhelmed when there's a lot of things going on and I just feel like I can't handle it all. And I kind of let myself go and I don't prioritize myself or my self-care and mental health and things like that. But I've continued to prioritize that throughout the way. And I think it's positively impacted all other facets of my life. And I also learned a lot about myself this year. I think that moving to Nashville made me incredibly independent. I moved here on my own. I lived in an apartment for a year by myself. You know, I moved here not having any friends. Granted, I did have family, which made it very, you know, a whole lot easier. It definitely changed the game. I probably wouldn't have survived as easily without my family. I can say that as 100% fact. I have both my sisters here. I have my aunt here. I have a cousin here. You know, I have a really great support system here. And this already does feel like, you know, Nashville always felt like a second home because I do have so much family here. And, you know, I went to Belmont for a year. So I'm familiar with it. So it's never felt new or weird or, you know, uneasy. It was a very good transition, but moving into an apartment by myself definitely made me a lot more independent of a person. And I'm really proud of that. And granted, you know, I've always been someone who likes being alone. I really value my alone time and I like to just kind of, you know, shut the door and block the world out for a little bit and just hang out by myself. I don't like being lonely. There is a difference, but I do like spending time by myself and being alone. And I think my independence has skyrocketed over the past year. And for that, I'm also really proud of because as I mentioned to you guys in the, you know, in the last video where we talked about relationships, um, I mentioned how, you know, codependency is something that I used to really fall into. And I'm proud of myself, you know, even throughout, you know, the friendships and the relationships and all of that really remaining my own person. And the reason I'm proud of myself for that is because that's not something, you know, Savannah two years ago would have done. And through living by myself, I learned a lot about, you know, self-discipline and holding myself accountable. You know, I'm the one who's telling myself to, you know, go to the gym, you go pay your bills, like do the rant, like the normal adulting things that if you don't hold yourself accountable to, and if you don't self-discipline yourself, you know, you will, or it's easier to, I should say, you know, fall flat to those things. And living by myself really gave me no choice other than to be independent and other than to put myself first and to take care of myself and, you know, really prioritize my health and wellness and my mental health. It was all, you know, summed up into the past year and a half. And I feel like along with that, I've also been someone who not necessarily looks for fulfillment in other people. I think I was doing that subconsciously a little bit, but I've never been fulfilled by myself. And I think that that's something, again, that I've really learned this year is how to be fulfilled just being me and being by myself and not relying on other people, not relying on, you know, friends or relationships or whatever. It's like, I've learned that I can rely on myself and I'm all I'll ever need. And everything else is just a blessing and an extra kind of, it's the best extra ever. And again, it's such a blessing to be able to have that. But again, moral of the story is that I have learned that I can be fulfilled just within myself and I don't need any, you know, outside factor to do that for me. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. 
Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. So when it comes to resolutions and all of that, I've really never been someone who was crazy on resolutions. But part of the reason I've never been big on resolutions is because I never hold myself accountable to them. And it's pretty much because I always choose very vague resolutions. Like I want to be the best version of myself and I want to work out more. And I want to, you know, yeah, like value my friendships. And I want to, you know, things like that where it's very vague and over a 12 month span, it all just gets lost in translation. And it's not something that I personally can keep up with and be like, oh, well, I made this resolution to be the best version of myself. It's like, okay, but how? How are you going to do that? And that's always been the part that I've been missing. So I decided for this episode, I would write up a couple goals that I have for different sectors of my life. I'm going to walk through them with you. And then we'll look to you guys and see what you guys say for your resolutions. And I feel like this will be good because we can keep each other accountable for our goals for 2023. Because honestly, I'm ready. I'm ready for 2023. I'm excited. I feel like there's going to be a lot of, you know, craziness, but I think it's a lot of it's going to be really good. I remember when I used to do those like little, I don't know, like videos, uh, like video diary things that I was just telling you guys about on New Year's. I Something I always remember saying, even when I was like 13 years old, as I was like, you know, this year was crazy and I don't know how any year is going to get crazier. And then the next year would come around, I'd be 14 and I'd be like, this year was wild. I don't know how it could get any crazier and so on and so forth. And every year it does. Each year gets a little bit crazier. And usually when I mean crazier, I mean that in a good way, you know, new opportunities, new experiences, new friends, you know, new milestones. There's always so many different things happening each year, but I'm ready to close the chapter on 2022 and open it up to see what 2023 has in store. So let me run you through these resolutions. Okay. So the first thing that I have on this list that I want to do in 2023 is actually something YouTube related. Um, I want to increase my workload because I like to make things more difficult on myself. No, not really. I, something that I really want to get back into doing is either weekly or bi-weekly vlogs. I have gotten into this phase recently, probably within the past like five, six months. All I watch on YouTube is vlogs. It's either vlogs or Dr. Phil. That's, there's no in between. And the vlogs I usually watch 
Ashley, you guys know Ashley. We went to New York. Like if you don't know Ashley, like Ashley Ryridge, love her. I watch her vlogs all the time. It's literally like my comfort shows. I'm obsessed with it. I've also been really into Steph Papa's recently and watching her like mukbangs and things like that. I don't want to do mukbangs, but I do think doing a weekly vlog would be really, really fun or at least a bi-weekly one. My goal is to get two up a month. And then if I feel like adding a special one in there or just like an extra surprise one doing that too. It's something that I used to do a while back and it's something that I really love doing, but I feel like the reason that I stopped or the reason that I just don't really do them anymore is because my life is really not that exciting. I do the same thing just in a different font like every day. My day consists of either going to the gym, going on a walk, working to some degree, either filming or researching, and then cleaning my house and hanging out with my dog and hanging out with Hayden. So I just don't feel like that's super exciting, but I kind of just want to push myself to get back into it because I feel like I tell myself that as an excuse almost. I'm always like, oh, well, no one else is going to want to watch it. Well, I just enjoy making it. So why can't that be enough, you know? And while Hayden was gone last week doing his work training, I actually filmed a little vlog. I'm going to finish it tomorrow, but I did film a little vlog and I loved it. It was so much fun. It kind of brought like the passion back into me. Like obviously my thoughts exactly does too. And being able to like sit here and talk to you guys and connect on like a, you know, a level outside of killer instinct is something that I'm really passionate about. But I think just the, like, I just like filming. Like, I think that that's what it is. I just enjoy talking to a camera. I don't know. Clearly. I mean, that's literally what I do every day. This week I've filmed six videos and I just enjoy it. I like talking to the camera. It's like my own little reality show. So I think that, you know, doing a bi-weekly or weekly vlog of some sort would be really, really fun and exciting. And again, and trying not to tell myself that, you know, oh, it's boring or whatever, you know, to give myself an excuse on why I shouldn't do it instead of just like telling myself that I love it. And that's why I should. So just kind of switching up the narrative of that a little bit. And I just, I think it's going to be nice. You know, Hayden's gone sometimes during the day for his work training and I get to just, you know, hang out with you guys and talk to you guys. And I just think it would be really fun. So that's something that I definitely want to implement into my life in 2023. Now, the second resolution I have for 2023 is in regards to health and fitness. I know personally, my health and fitness journey has really been all over the map in 2022 and we never really got into it or we haven't yet. If that's an episode you would like to see, you can let me know. But, you know, my fitness journey after moving to Nashville and once I moved here in 2021, something that I noticed about moving to a new city where you really don't know anyone and you're trying to make friends is you usually have to say yes to everything. Obviously, you don't have to. You have the choice. But for me, I always felt like, okay, I always have to say yes if I get invited out or if a friend wants to go do something or go to dinner or whatever. And Nashville is a party city. And hanging out with friends and going out always meant drinking. So over time, I just like blew up and like just got so bloated from all the alcohol. And once May hit of this past year, year, May, 2022, when that happened, I remember I was like, I have let myself go like really bad, not like really bad, obviously, but you're always your own worst critic. But like, I was just like, I need to get myself back into gear. Like, this is not okay. I need, and especially once I started dating Hayden, like I was drinking like two bottles of wine and I, it was just not it for my you know, liver and sanity. So I decided, you know, I'm kicking it back into gear. I'm going to take this super, super seriously. And between May and August, I lost 15 pounds, 
got really into working out again and really into just eating healthy and cutting back on things that weren't good for me and only giving myself like really good, you know, nutrients and vitamins and supplements and all of that. I was intermittent fasting. I only ate from one to 6 PM, which I don't know if I can go back to that extreme because that was kind of hard. Um, I've been challenging myself to only start eating at 1 PM, which is usually pretty easy. Cause I just, you know, I drink coffee in the morning and it's a suppressant. I think maybe it's not, at least for me it is. It just doesn't make me hungry. Um, or I drink like a Celsius drink and I wait until one to eat and then I don't cut it off at six. I usually stop eating at like seven 30 or eight sometimes. So it's not that serious anymore, but I do want to take my fitness health and wellness journey more seriously again. So for me, what that looks like, I'm looking at my notes right now, what I wrote down. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to challenge myself to go to the gym at least four to five times a week. And I'm going to challenge myself to also walk 10,000 steps a day. The 10,000 steps a day is actually kind of hard, especially for someone who works from home and does all of my uh, work just sitting down. I think I'm going to get one of those walking pads. Have you guys seen that on like Instagram or TikTok or whatever? It's like you put it underneath your desk and you just walk. So I think I need to get one of those because I feel like that would make the steps go by a lot faster because again, a lot of the time I just sit, like I work and I sit. I don't move while I'm working and I'm not working like in an office where I need to walk up and down hallways where like things kind of add up. I just don't really have a lot of steps. I think my average steps right now are probably like 3,500 steps a day. And even when I hit that, I'm like, oh, that's good. Like, no, I want to be able to hit 10,000 steps a day just because I think it'll be good for me in general and my like mental health, you know, getting outside, taking walks, you know, and it doesn't matter how I hit it as long as I hit it. So if I don't go to the gym one day, you know, going for a walk and still making sure I'm getting my steps in. And what I'm more so wanting to focus on now than I was before isn't necessarily weight loss because I think that in doing these things, you know, implementing these practices into my life and making them a consistent habit, because again, it does take 21 days to form a habit. So if you can, you know, do something for 21 days, something that you want, whether that's the gym or whether that's, you know, reading a book every day or whether that's doing yoga every morning or getting to sleep by a certain time every night, it takes 21 days to create a habit. So if I can do that and then make it a habit, I think it'll be really good. And I'm more so just doing it for myself in the sense that like I feel better mentally when I do these things. So I'm not so much focused on weight loss right now, even though I think that my goal overall would be to lose like eight to 10 pounds this year, but it's not super pressing and it's not, I'm not really worried about it. And again, I think that by implementing these things, I will be able to hit those goals fairly quickly. But along with that, I also want to challenge myself in 2023 to have a much more accepting view of myself and a much more loving view of myself. I think I, well, I don't think, I know I really struggle with, you know, body positivity and, you know, seeing my body a certain way and body dysmorphia and all of that. And here's what I mean by that. Like I will go out one night, I will look in the mirror and I'll just be like, I don't feel it. I don't feel good. I just don't like how this looks. I don't like, you know, how this fits. I just feel you know, gross or for whatever reason. And then six months later, I will look back at a picture from that same exact night and be like, oh my God, I look so good. And I just want to get to a point where I can be more 
embracing of myself and more loving and accepting of myself and not always tear myself down. I am my own worst critic as is typically everyone. We're all our own worst critics. And I think that if we could spend half the time we do, or at least me tearing myself down or telling me or telling myself, you know, this doesn't look right or that doesn't fit or, Oh, I don't know about that. Like if I could spend half that time and instead switching the narrative again and giving myself compliments and loving and accepting myself more. Like I preach it on here all the time. So I need to start practicing what I preach. So I really just want to fully love and accept myself and my body in all phases and understand like, I'm never going to look how I did again when I was 17, but you know what, when I'm 50, I'm going to look back and be like, Oh my God, why didn't I just like, you know, wear the shirt or wear the jeans or wear the dress? Like it doesn't matter. I'm really the only one that cares at the end of the day. Like when I go out, no one's going to be looking at me and be like, "Mm, yeah, she shouldn't have worn that. No one says that just no one does. And so I want to just get to a space where I am a lot more accepting and embracing of myself. Now, something else I want to accomplish this year or this upcoming year that's a little bit different from all of this is I want to narrow down on my sense of style and really lock in like my signature style. I feel like I see a lot of people who have like either a preppy style or a street style or more like, you know, grunge style and they stick to it. And I'm kind of all over the place. I feel like mostly because I feel like I work from home. I typically am just wearing sweatpants and a sweatshirt every day. And I feel like because of that, when it comes time for me to go out, I never know what to wear and I just don't have a defined sense of style for myself. So I want to experiment more with that this year. I think really my only signature style is that I wear black all the time. Like if you were to look in my closet, it's all black clothes. And I just, I like, I just like it. That's just how I like it. And that's okay, but I want to be able to like branch out more. Like I have so many things to wear, but I just don't wear them. And I stick to like my same five pieces and I want to be able to elevate my style. I feel like this is a really weird, like I'm 25, I'm about to be 26. And I feel like it's a very interesting age range style wise, because I'm not in college where, well, first of all, at the end of the day, you can wear whatever you want, just wear whatever you want. But I know for me, I feel like I'm not in college. So like, you know, the whole like converse crop top jean look is not really where I'm at. And I'm not like a blouse person either. You know, I'm just trying to find the middle ground of it all. At the end of the day, who cares? Whatever, wear whatever you want. But just as an overarching goal for me, I want to be able to have like a really elevated sense of style and be able to be like, oh, that looks good with that. And that I should wear that with this, or I should pair it with that. And also just branch out of wearing black all the time. That's another goal I have. Now, as far as friendships, I also have goals for those. The friendships that I have had, like I said earlier, I really have made, I'm lucky because I've made some really, really good friends here recently. Um, and This time last year, I really couldn't have said that. Not that I had bad friends by any means, but like I feel like I really have narrowed in on like some quality friends here and I'm really happy about that. And something that I want to implement in my life is making a priority to see friends at least one to two times a week, which for some people might not sound like a lot, but for me, I am such a homebody. I am someone that just likes 
my routine and my space. And I'm not a spontaneous plans type of person. I like to know like three business days in advance if we are going to be seeing each other at some point. Like that's just how I live my life. But I want to be able to be a little bit more spontaneous with all facets of my life. I was going to talk about this in a little bit, but I could just say it now. Another goal that I have is I want to be able to be spontaneous in my life and just, you know, pick up and go on a weekend trip or, you know, pick up and go on a date night or pick up and go, you know, on a little staycation, something. I just would like to be a little bit more spontaneous in my life. Because again, there's nothing wrong with being like a planner and someone who's like proactive and things like that. But I think sometimes I take it a little bit to an extreme. And if I'm sitting here and saying that I want to do it and it's something that I want to change about myself, not fully, but you know, just add in a little surprise here and there. Keep myself on my toes. That's what I would like to do. But yeah, in terms of friendship, I definitely want to focus on, you know, seeing my friends at least one to two times a week. I think it's so important to prioritize friendships, especially, you know, living with a spouse or a partner, even by yourself. Like it's important to have your time alone. It's important to have your time with your significant other. And it's also important to have your time with your friends. So that's something that I'm really looking forward to and just, you know, continuing to meet new friends and being open-minded about everything. But I really want to prioritize making plans with friends and also not being afraid to initiate making plans. When we talked about this in the friends episode that we did here, I don't know why I have this weird fear of like everyone secretly hating me. And I don't know, like, I don't know why, but I have this fear that I bother everyone no matter what. Like I, even like my boyfriend, I'm like, are you sure you like me? Like I'm that type. I'm literally that type. And I want to be more confident in that. And so my point in that is like, I sometimes feel, or most times feel like if I you know, I feel like people are friends with me because they feel like they have to be. I don't know. It's a problem. I need, I need to talk to my therapist, but I want to be able to initiate making plans without feeling like weird or guilty or like, Oh my God, what if they say no? Like, you know, it's just, I want to be able to initiate because I know that, you know, from the flip side of it, from everyone that I've spoken to, you know, it's a problem when friends don't initiate to like see or whatever. Cause then you feel like it's a one-sided friendship. So something that I really need to get better at is, you know, initiating, seeing my friends. Now, in terms of my relationship, me and Hayden have already talked about this and I'm really excited about it because we've decided, you know, to kind of set up a little system in terms of how we're going to move forward in our relationship in regards to, you know, keeping the spark alive and all of those things. And I think what we're going to do or what we decided that we're going to do is once a week we're each going to be responsible for planning a date night. One person will do it one week and then whoever didn't do it the week before will do it the next week. So each of us will be planning at least two date nights a month, which I'm really excited about. And I think it'll be really good to just progress our relationship and all of those good things. So that is what we've decided when it comes to our relationship. Um, I know everyone's different. Some people do two date nights a month. So some people do one date night a month. Some people have kids. It's hard. So for us right now, that's just what works best. And in terms of myself and my own resolutions for me, I have these written down. I This is what I wrote today. I'm just going to read it to you. I want to challenge myself to always feel like I'm living life to the fullest and continue making myself the main character. It's easy to fall into a rut and I'm a creature of habit. I'm very organized and I love a schedule and I'm not super spontaneous. So my goal is to allow change into my life. 
I want to get out of my routine. It could be as simple as going to work at a coffee shop once a week instead of working at home, allowing myself to feel alive rather than just live in comfortability. I want to challenge myself to do something out of the ordinary for me once a week, big or small. It doesn't matter. Trying out a new restaurant, cooking a new recipe, whatever it is. What I've learned this year is that anything can change at the drop of a hat. And I want to be able to always say that I've lived life to the fullest and not necessarily just lived life comfortably. I love comfortability, obviously, but, you know, just taking advantage of all opportunities, allowing good and exciting things to happen in my life. And so that's what I mean by that. But now we're going to switch over to what you guys had to say. And I'm really excited about it because when I looked, you guys had some really good stuff. Okay, so starting from the bottom, we have my resolution is to not need anybody except myself. I love that. We have finding a new career and a new place to live. That's always really exciting. It's just like good, big milestone changes. Get to a point where I love my body. I feel you there. We talked about that. Making new friends and maintaining friendships better. Sending boundaries with my family. Yeah, I love that too. I think it's really important to, you know, set boundaries where you need to and to stick to those boundaries for your own for your own well-being. I think it's really important. It's all about, it's all a part of putting yourself first and maintaining your own well-being, your own sanity, like all of it. So I agree there. I'm going to try and work towards being like the people I look up to. So like you, you guys are going to make me cry. I love you guys. (laughs) Getting my holistic lifestyle together and learning how to drive, getting a car and building me. I love that. I think that that's so great. And a holistic lifestyle sounds what does that mean? That sounds fancy and cool. <laughs> to be more successful and positive, to work out more, a new career in criminology. That's going to be so cool. Get back into wearing makeup, having more discipline and continue to eat more healthy, work out and stay active. Do I feel you? Getting my driver's license. I'm 22 and I have anxiety, but I'm working through it and learning to drive. I think that that's an amazing goal to set for yourself. And I'm really proud of you that you are pushing and challenging yourself. Earn more money to go on trips, to put myself first, leave people that don't make me happy. Yes, we love that. Not letting things bother me. Didn't save money this week. Fine. Slept in. I deserved it. Okay. I love that one. I saw that one earlier today and it made me so happy because that's something I want to practice too, is just having more grace with myself and having more, you know, leeway with myself and my decisions and like not being so uptight all the time. Like it's okay. Like it's going to be okay to learn to be nice to myself, to set boundaries and take care of my mental health more. Yes. Mental health 2023. Put that on a sticker. Fall more in love with myself and my life. Get out of my comfort zone. Wake up early. Yes, I need to get back into waking up early. I was waking up at like 6, 6.30 and I was fine. But this past week, it's been like an 8, 8.30 kind of week. Stop caring about others' opinions. Be consistent on YouTube. Save money. Move schools. I hate private school and want to go to a public school. Only putting heat on my hair once a month. It's a good challenge for me. Okay, <laughs> I need to do that. I don't think I can. Maybe for 2024. That'll be my resolution for 2024. But I love to see that you guys just have so many goals for yourselves. It's really motivating. And I feel like, again, if we can all hold each other accountable for the next year and just and to keep pushing towards those goals, I think we are all going to have a stellar 2023. And I'm really, really excited to see what it has in store 
for all of us and for this podcast. And at the end of the year, I always like to just kind of give like a sappy message. And I'm not going to do that here because I feel like we do that every week. But I will say that like, I love you guys so much and thank you for sticking with me. Thank you for supporting this podcast and thank you for supporting me always. Thank you for always having my back. I will always have yours and you've always got me in your corner. I love you and we are going to kill 2023 in the best way possible. So I love you guys. I hope you have a fun and safe New Year's Eve, no matter what you're doing. I'm probably going to be in sweatpants on the couch. So if that's what you're doing too, we're in it together. And if you're going out, please be safe and have a shot for me. I love you guys so much. I'll see you next week in a brand new year, 2023. I love you. Bye guys. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.